Hey, it's Justin Devonshire here. Welcome to the Fitness Business Blueprint Podcast. So today we're going to talk about have you ever experienced another trainer spying on you, stealing ideas, ripping off your adverts, uh, or even from under your nose trying to steal clients? Now, this happens on a very regular basis in the industry. And recently I was asked about this by one of our mentorship clients. And so I answered this on one of our mastermind calls. So for a bit of context, our FitPro clients who are on our elite mentorship, we do a, a weekly mastermind call every week. They get to ask me questions and we do a deep dive into their specific challenges and give them solutions and practical strategies to move forward. And that's what happened here. And this was such a good conversation that I really wanted to pass it on to you uh, and let you guys hear this publicly. So what you're going to hear today is actually taken from a paid behind closed doors uh, mastermind call. But we're opening up to the public because I think this information really needs to get out there. So if you've been in a position like the trainer you're going to hear from who you you know you have someone maybe another trainer in a similar gym or close to your facility or they seem to be spying on you, they're stealing ideas, they're opting into your funnels, they're sending spies and scouts over uh, and you really want to deal with this professionally but firmly this is for you. And before I get into the the, uh, the recording, just want to remind you guys that the next FBB free tour is going to be coming up. So check out the link below the podcast in the description, all about the free tour. It's a three hour business marketing and leadership workshop for fitness professionals. And I guarantee you guys, the information you get for free at this event is going to be worth exponentially more than the last multi-thousand pound high ticket um, course you might have invested in so you're gonna get amazing strategies we keep it small and intimate 30 seats maximum check out the link if you want to come along there's no strings attached no sales pitches there just pure content and we'll get to hang out for the morning uh, and work on any specific challenge in your fitness business and then as always the last thing it would mean so so much guys if you have any value out of this If you could go over to the review section in Apple Podcasts or iTunes and leave us a review, give us a star rating. If you get any value from this whatsoever, that would be awesome. And it'll help us get this out there to more people. All right, guys, let's go into the content in the recorded segment. So again, this is taken from one of our mastermind calls. Take a listen in, send me your feedback, and I'd love to know your thoughts. Speak to you soon. A lot of you guys might be dealing with this kind of thing as well. I know it's happened to me many times. So uh, in the group, uh, Jack has asked, um, he says, I have a brutal, honest question to ask. There are some other coaches at the gym I run the business from who are snakes, out to steal ideas. They question us, they watch from afar, and they show fake love. I am trying my hardest not to say something and ruin the working atmosphere, I am also sadly wanting my mindset to work as hard as I can to crush their business. How do I avoid these thoughts and just bypass them? Counting to 10 hasn't helped, right? Great question. So uh, I know a lot of us have been in those kind of positions. 
um, even including myself and James Calderbank uh, over at the Transform Hub. We had this very recently where one of the longtime coaches who we did a lot for um, turned his back on us, went across the road, literally started ripping off our Facebook ads, everything. And I've talked about this before, okay, but it's worth repeating because it is a common thing. It is very hard not to get overwhelmed and crazy about it. So first of all, the first thing to know about copycats and people like this is they only copy the tip of the iceberg. All they will copy is the bit they can see right in front of them. They'll copy the surface level. What they will not copy by their very nature is the stuff that actually makes a business work. So in any situation, in any challenge, you ultimately, to be a leader, you have to take the higher perspective, the higher awareness, and realize every challenge is there to teach you something about yourself you haven't yet mastered, right? It's not about them. It's about something in you has been triggered, which means they're showing you a part of yourself that you haven't yet mastered. Uh, Wayne Dyer, late Wayne Dyer said uh, a great thing in one of his talks that our soulmates in life are not the people that we get on with and have everything in common. He said our soulmates are the people that piss us off and trigger the, us the most because they're the only ones that show us what we haven't mastered in ourselves. So I'll get to the actual kick butts action plan thing in a second, but if you don't get the, but the, the mindset, it has to be that this is showing you something. And what this is showing you is if you are threatened, if you feel threatened, that means that you believe that, part of you believes at least that you could lose to these people, right? Simple as that. If you feel threat, it means that you, there's a part of you at least that believes that you could lose out to these people. But here's why that is absolutely impossible, first of all. So number one, right, again, People, you're either a leader or you're a follower. These people are followers, they're imitators, they're copiers. That means they do not yet have what it takes to run a successful business because they think it's all about the front end. They think it's all about the tactic. They think that the, the words on your Facebook ad are why you have a successful business. They think that it's your offer and your price point which is what makes you internally successful. Now, these things are important, sure. But like you've learned in this program, they are surface level. What really makes your business work or what will make it work is emotional resilience, leadership, being bigger than them, doing more, reaching more people, growing your audience, growing your local brand, time, right? The gift of investing time to let things work, having clarity of purpose, caring more. These are all the things that will make a business work, not, oh, this Facebook ad, right? Uh, and I know that because I built a, a six-figure studio before Facebook ads were even available, right? So I know that. So the thing is, what does that reflect to you then? If you're triggered by that, if you feel threatened by that, then that must mean that on some level, to some degree, you believe that those tactical things, you still believe that's what's gonna make you successful. So I would say this has highlighted a brilliant mindset issue for you that you should be you could be thankful for for this situation. It's revealed that if you feel triggered that you could lose your business might lose to them because their front end tactics are better than your front end tactics or you believe that knowing those tactics was your competitive advantage. 
that's highlighted to you that you still at some level believe in that, right? You still believe it's about the tactics, which means you don't yet really truly deeply understand and embody what it means to be a leader, to think bigger, to have a vision, to have core values, and these kind of things. It's hard to hear, but it's absolutely true because I used to struggle with the same things. I used to, and of course, remember, we wrap our identity in things. So me being very intellectual and very much of a, a I'm, you know, I'm very good at making content and putting out systems and processes for a long time, I wrapped my identity in that and I thought my competitive advantage was because I put out really good technical content uh, and it's part of my success, sure. But it then highlighted to me when I'd see other people post the same content as me, I would get triggered and be like, I, I wrote that first, forgetting that, you know, someone else wrote it well before me. I didn't invent any of this stuff, right? I'm just learning by standing on the shoulders of giants, right? So it's obviously just the ego making shit up. That's not true when you look at it. So you have to look at that first and do some journaling on this. This is why daily journaling is so fucking critical for you guys. You have to start fucking doing it, right? We give you a thread daily in this group and barely any of you fucking use it, right? Barely any of you use it. Do you know who does use it? My coach, Daniel. He uses the daily, the daily boom thread we give you, which gives you journaling prompts that you can type on and do a bit of an online accountability journal. We post it five days a week for you. Barely any of you use it and you're, you're really missing out pretty much. You need to get these thoughts out and communicate with yourself every single day. If you can't express and communicate what's going on in your mind, you're never gonna be able to lead a team, never right? Because it's all about communication. So you have to look at these things and, and first of all, have awareness. What is this situation showing me? If I'm triggered, if I feel heightened emotion, it means part of me must believe the threat could be real. That's awareness, right? We're not saying the threat is real, but it's awareness that part of you still believes and is operating and making decisions from that place. How do you get past that? You focus on it and you give it attention and awareness daily. That's why the first thing is know your language. What am I thinking today? What are my thoughts today? What am I procrastinating on today? What am I triggered by today? What do I keep acting on that I know isn't true today? That's why know your language is the first journaling thing we do, right? So you've got to do that first of all. So next thing then, okay, that should tell you, right? Let them copy the front end stuff. Because if they, because they, look at this, right? If they copy your Facebook ads, and we've seen this every time someone's tried to copy me, we see the same thing. Let's say they copy your Facebook ad word for word. Okay, cool. Then you've got your landing page. Do they copy your landing page uh, exactly the same way? Do they collect the name, email, phone number in the same way? Because remember, everything along our funnel is designed specifically with purpose. And you need, everything makes a 1% difference. So maybe they copy the landing page, maybe they don't. But let's say they do, okay. Do they then, after they've copied your landing page, do they then build in um, a 90-day email follow-up sequence where most of those leads will turn into clients, right? Probably not, but let's say they do, right? Do they then have the exact phone call script and training that you have access to in this program to convert 50, 60% of those clients over the phone? Probably not, but let's say they do. 
and this is like we're working on 0.001% probability now. If they do have that and they can actually get the clients in and they do the 90-day follow-up and they also know how to do content the way you do it based on my neuroscience methodology here that pulls people back in. So let's say marketing and sales, pound for pound, they're exactly equal to you, right? Great. So they got the clients in. Then, do they get results with the clients as much as you do? Are they obsessed with getting client results? Are they obsessed with delivering core values and culture like you are? Because I've shown you that in module two. Are they obsessed with putting systems and infrastructure in place so that one day someone else can do the work? So you, like you are doing, so you're outsourcing parts of it so you can get more free time so that you can go and do bigger stuff in the community and build your brand awareness and become a big speaker or do whatever it is you want to do. Are they doing that? Probably not. But let's say they are, right? Are they then doing regular mindset work? Are they journaling? Are they becoming a leader? Are they developing their mindset? Are they learning the difference between solopreneur and entrepreneur, which is module one stuff? Probably not. But you know what? If they are, then you are fucked. Because at the end of the day, the knowledge and everything you need to succeed is in this program. It is in the daily modules. So like I said to you guys, if you're not using the daily boom to journal your thought, or you're not doing your own journaling exercise, you're missing out. Your competitors are gonna overtake you. If you're not getting, taking part in the accountability hubs that Daniel Forster kindly and generously runs for you guys daily, as a way to share ideas, thoughts, and focus, and stay accountable. If you're not doing that, you're missing out, okay? And someone else probably at some point will do it. And if you're not spending at least 30 minutes a day studying the FBB syllabus and going through the modules to build, to learn how to build a real business, you're missing out, and somebody one day will step in and do it. Okay, guys? So. That's the difference, right? You have, you've paid, you invested to be here and you have all the materials you need, everything you need to make a million pound business. If you're not using them, then what happens is you get distracted and you get caught up in the shiny tactics of what you did yesterday. You see, are you relying on what you did to get here yesterday? But I got, I'm starting to make money because I ran that Facebook ad. We're starting to get somewhere because I ran that offer and I was the first one to do it. But now someone's copied me, my, my future success is sabotaged. That's the wrong way to look at it. Entrepreneurs don't get anywhere based on what you did yesterday, because that's irrelevant now. You, you cannot rest on your laurels. You've gotta be, you're gonna succeed and keep being number one by what you're proactively doing tomorrow. Cool, I did my ads, I did my offer, but you know what, eventually at some point, someone's gonna copy you. It's not your sustainable long-term advantage. What is your sustainable long-term advantage? Continual learning, continual developing, continual action taking, leveling up, learn to be a leader, learn to put in systems, learn to train your team, learn to manage your finances, learn to make profit, and do those things, right? Systems, team, profit, mindset. That's what's gonna get you to grow, not fucking Facebook ad, right? That's just one piece of it. All right, so again, look, are you relying on something you did? And think about what this also could mean, right? If anyone's in this position, go to watch that so you're not actually feeling entitled. Because like, well, I did the advert, I built the funnel, I'm entitled to all the success now. No, right? I know and I'm very prepared that whatever I did yesterday does not guarantee me anything for tomorrow. 
right? I have to innovate. I have to be on the cutting edge. I have to be the leader. I have to be the one pushing things forward. I am proactive. I create, I don't react. If you're, you know, again, like worrying about what you, you thought that was your competitive advantage and now it's being taken away, you're reacting to the past. And your pa what you did in the past is not gonna make you successful in the future. You have to keep being proactive, keep creating forward, keep building, and that all starts with the mindset shift that you want to lead, you want to grow, and you need a bigger intention. Do you wake up every morning with like, I am gonna be the, build the number one fitness business in this town. I am gonna impact the most lives. I am gonna astonish people in my area. I am gonna give jaw-dropping value. My business is gonna be a beacon of light to this community. Do you wake up and think that every day, right? If not, that's why you're, you're playing the same ball game as the follower, as the competitor, as the copycat. So you're threatened because you're playing in the same ballpark as them when really you can just choose to be on a higher level and that's when you won't see them, you won't hear them. They'll become invisible to you because you're operating at a much higher frequency, right? But it starts with your intention, it starts with your vision. Starts with module one. Are you thinking like a reactive, short-term solopreneur? Because it sounds like it, right? Not just you, I mean anyone in this position. That's why module one is module one, because I've been through this and I fucking know the answer. And I'm telling you guys, module one, do your work every day. Am I acting like a solopreneur, thinking and making decisions from that reactive, short-term, scarcity place? Yes, you are. So what do you need to do instead? You need to, you need to think like an entrepreneur. You need to think, you know, what defines an entrepreneur? Well, if you've watched module one, you should know. I gave you a checklist. Long-term, abundance, providing, always leveling up, leading a team. An entrepreneur knows I am not the business, I own the business. Working on the business, helping a team, recruiting and developing a team, uh, pooling profits and finances together, building systems in place so it can work beyond you. That's module one. You have to start, first of all, with am I waking up every day? Today, am I going, am I going into work as the solopreneur with my solopreneur hat on? Or am I going into work with my entrepreneur hat on? Am I gonna work in the business and be reactive to what's happening around me because I'm looking side to side? Or am I putting my entrepreneur hat on and working on the business and not reacting because I'm looking down at the 30,000 foot view? And I can see, oh yeah, there's that guy doing that over there and there's that other competitor doing that over there. But they're all reacting to their little things. They're the worm, remember? They're the worm on the ground, action, reaction. You're the eagle on top of the valley with the perspective. And your perspective is down to your long-term vision. And you're like, well, they're just hustling day to day, trying to copy people and go around in circles. They're cannibalizing each other. But I have got this two, three-year plan to build, to roll out the biggest fitness, health, well-being company in the town. And you know what? Probably within a couple of years, they'll be out of business or they'll be giving their clients to me or I'll maybe even buy them out. I'll acquire them. I'll absorb them into my company. Uh, and there'll be personal trainers working for me because they can't do it alone. You have to think like that. That's how all the leaders think, okay? So they're not gonna copy you all the way, and even if they did, it wouldn't matter because this is the stuff that actually makes it work. So, you know, having said that, I do like the quote that I believe in God, but I still tie my camel to a tree, right? Which means we can't be oblivious or ignorant to what's happening in our ecosystem. So you definitely focus on yourself, right? 
you don't react to what they're doing, okay? Um, you can be aware of what they're doing, like you are, like you brought the question here, and it shows a level of awareness that you actually brought the question here and didn't just react or didn't try to sit on it on your own. So it's, it's, it shows a level of awareness. You've actually kind of journaled it out as a, as a question. So first thing, if any of you guys are struggling with something similar, tell us in the group, you know, tell us about it, share it. That's your, that's journaling, right? You're actually becoming aware and you're expressing it saying, Hey, this is real or I'm dealing with this. What do I do? And now you've opened up to the mastermind and then only because you've asked that now me and other people can come in with experience and answers for you. Right? So expressing it is the first step. And so you can be aware of these guys and what they're doing. Like, oh, that's interesting. They're copying this, so that's interesting. But always look what you can learn from it. From any situation like this, you can learn a couple of things. First of all, like I mentioned, you learn, what is it teaching you about yourself? What is, this is life holding you a mirror, holding up a mirror and saying, if this triggers you, what is it you need to learn? What part of this have you not mastered yet? And it tells you instantly what your next step is, right? But you can also learn by watching them and you can also then learn in, a, in an unbiased, non-reactive, um, non-judgmental way and say, hey, that's interesting. I see these guys, they're struggling, man. Like they're reacting, they're copying each other. They're trying to copy me. It's like, ah, oh. you know, in a way you might even feel sympathy for them. Right, and that's when you go beyond anger and you feel sympathy, right? Like the same way as if like a three-year-old child is like hitting your leg and calling you a poo-poo face or whatever, you're not angry at the kid. You're not like, what did you say? Like, you know, smack the kid. I hope you don't do that. You, you feel sympathy. You're like, oh, he just doesn't get it. The kid just doesn't understand. The kid doesn't have the level of awareness that I have from this view up here. So you actually sympathize. Right. Same thing if you have someone who has like a mental illness and they, you know, react to you, you don't take it out on them because you know, oh, they have a mental illness or this or that. I have higher perspective. I'm more clear of thought. So I get it. I understand. I don't need to take offense to it. Right. Because remember, you'll only take offense. You'll only be triggered if part of you believes it could be true at some level what they're saying. Right. Because if a, if a, if a person with no mental problems, just a clear person whose opinion you trust says you suck, then you're like, ooh, especially someone if you care about that person and they say you suck or they say something, you get more triggered over it because you're more inclined to believe their opinion could be true. So you gotta watch out for that. But so then learn to look at the guys, learn to look what's happening around you. Look at the big gyms, look at the local competitors, look at all of them and observe. Don't react, just observe and you will learn to have compassion and empathy for them, right? Because they're the ones struggling, okay? But you don't struggle with that because you know and you're daily internalizing by journaling and, and taking action in the group and learning through the modules. You're constantly learning that, no, it's about bigger vision. It's about leadership. It's about stretching myself. And here's the other thing I would say, um, which I also said to James Calderbank a little while ago, and I've also had to a couple of other clients in the group who've been through some very hard times recently. Uh, in fact, there's one client in this program who had to close the gym for a couple of days because of um, uh, a severe um, reaction to overwhelm, stress, and burnout. And they were actually um, hospitalized 
uh, I'd had to close the gym for a couple of days, right? So I got on the phone to that person and, you know, they're okay now and they're kind of back on their feet and everything else. But, you know, what I said to that person was, look, this, this situation, anything hard and emotional and, and like a bad situation for you is the best thing for you because these situations are what gonna shape you into a successful entrepreneur. Do you really think you're gonna become a multi-million pound entrepreneur while avoiding any problems in business? Do you actually seriously fucking think that's how it works? Like you're just gonna breeze to a million pounds. Everything's just gonna go so right for you, right? Like nothing's gonna go wrong because if that's your mindset, of like, how do I take a little trepid action, but not enough to actually not rock the boat or cause any potential risk whatsoever? That's why you're staying small, right? So you have to also get the awareness that when you start playing big time, when you start having the intention of, I'm gonna dominate this town and be number one, right? When you have, as soon as you state that intention, things are gonna start coming at you to try and prove you otherwise. And it's not like the universe is out to get you or anything. It's just that in a way, I look at it as if as, it's almost like we're testing ourselves, right? Or the world is testing us or whatever. It's testing your intention and testing your resolve. Same way when you go to a gym, right? When you say, I wanna be stronger. I wanna be so strong I can lift double my body weight in a deadlift, right? That's what you say in business. I wanna be number one. I wanna be the biggest company. I wanna do this. I wanna help a thousand people. What life does is then life presents you with a barbell. That barbell is the resistance. So when you say I wanna be stronger, I wanna lift it, I wanna pull a 200 kilo deadlift, life goes, well, here's the bar. Lift the bar, overcome the resistance. Right, so what happens when you wanna get stronger because you're actually more efficient, you have self-efficacy. You have um, self-esteem when it comes to fitness, mostly, right? So when it comes to fitness, you love challenges. You, you welcome challenges, right? You're like, yeah, give me that barbell. It's gonna be heavy. You know what? It could damage my tendons. It's gonna be heavy. Um, it's gonna take work and perseverance to lift it. And the next day, I'm gonna be super painfully sore. Isn't that the reality? But you do it anyway. Now. That freaks out your clients, doesn't it? That freaks them out because they're just not used to that. But in the, in the realm of fitness, you get that. You get that if you want this big intention, you have to overcome the obstacles and the resistance to get there. And you welcome the muscle soreness. You welcome the blisters on your hands. You welcome it. You don't enjoy them, but you accept them. And you're like, well, that's just part of it. I wanted to lift a deadlift, so I'm gonna have blisters on my hand. I'm gonna have muscle soreness. I mean, yeah, let's get on with it. Business is the same way. And when you transition, because again, you're doing in business, you're like, how do I lift the 200 kilo deadlift, but I don't want skulls on my hands, I don't want any muscle soreness, and I don't want to work hard for it. And I don't want to risk any potential injury whatsoever. Oh, and I don't want it to take 90 days either, I want it to happen today. That's exactly what you're doing. The same way your clients do the same thing to you where they have self-esteem and efficacy in their jobs, in their business, careers, parenting. You know, every one of your clients can do something that would scare the shit out of you, but it's, it's a breeze to them. But they come to the gym and they're like, oh, I've gotta have, I'm gonna have sore legs tomorrow. 
can't I just have a six like can't I just have a six pack and go and do some surgery? I don't want to like be in pain for for four, for four days, right? <clears throat> and you're like, come on, get on with it. You think you're gonna get the result without any hardship whatsoever? Business is the same way for you. So business is the same way. You want to go in there, um, you set the intention. Life's gonna throw something back at you. And what I was going back to what I was saying to James, and I've said to this other client as well, who um, you know had that um, that uh, you know uh, medical issue, was that look, people will you know copy your ads, copy your funnels, whatever else, right? But what's gonna happen if they even copied all that? When this, if they're a copier, if they're a follower, if they're a reactor, then when they hit the ceiling, when they hit stress, burnout, and have a panic attack or when they have an employee that leaves, or when they have a cash crisis, they are not gonna pass that ceiling. They're not. They're gonna run a fucking mile and go and give up or go and complain in some free Facebook group, right? That their economy is against them. That's what they're gonna do. Even if they get past all the technical stuff we've done in the program, when it comes to, okay, okay, you, build a, you can build a system, you can run an ad, you've got a sales script, great. How emotion, you know, but can you now stomach the emotions for business, right? And they won't. You And you guys know this. You guys in this program, and I know because I've spoke to all of you, you guys are here in this program and you're at the current level of success that you're at because, because you have overcome a certain level of emotional resilience. You've moved to a new country and gone through the shit of starting over again and you've made it work after 90 days, even though you've got like children um, and other things on the line, depending on money. I know you're in this position because you've been fucked over by people and you've lost facilities that have been burned to the ground and you've had to start over again, right? I know that you've come back from financial problems or being bankrupt. I know every one of you in this program is here because of those things, not in spite of those things, you're here and you're still going today, you're, on, you're listening to me because you've hit that ceiling and you kept going and you said, no, this is not gonna stop me, this fucking sucks, but hey, I signed up for entrepreneurship, not a nine to five guaranteed safety job, so I'm gonna keep going. And you burst through that net, that, that impenetrable ceiling, you burst through it but the next, and you know for sure, the next 10, 20, maybe even 30 fit pros in your area, they, when they, if they even get to that ceiling, they're gonna bounce off it and fall back down and stay small forever. If not, they'll quit, right? Who agrees with that, guys? Let me know in the comments right now, do you agree with that observation, right? I know it's true because I've seen it so many times. One in 20, if not one in 30 entrepreneurs in your area will actually have the fucking emotional resilience and the guts and the balls and the perseverance to even break through that emotional ceiling when their business is big enough for something relevant or significant to actually go wrong, right? If your biggest problem right now is like you haven't got a Facebook ad, like your business isn't that big, right? You know, it's not that significant. When your business is significant, it means other people depend on it. You depend on people, you depend on cash flow. Um, you know, you're, you're juggling a lot of balls in the air, your time is stretched, that's when you know you're building a significant business. And so that's when the emotional shit is gonna hit the fan, right? And that's the only way for you to get to the next level. And that is your competitive advantage. 
emotional resilience. That's break. That's emotional resilience is you handling these issues. Emotional intelligence, which I also talk about in module three in a leadership program, if you fucking got there yet, right? If not, get on with it, get to module three, because we, we go into this stuff in depth, right? Emotional intelligence is you being able to be self-aware of what the, the triggers are showing you, and also be able to observe non-judgmentally other people in your area, your, your quote competition. That's, that's emotional intelligence. Emotional resilience is you being able to hit your own plateaus in life and break through them, knowing full well that emotional resilience is something the next 30 fit pros will never have. Never, because they're snowflakes, right? And so when you know that, it's the first one to break that ceiling is gonna go all the way because you have a new tolerance level now, right? You've been through the DOMS. You've got all the blisters on your hand now. You've lifted the 200 kilo barbell, right? Most people will never even attempt to lift it, right? They don't wanna take the responsibility of problems that significant. And that's why they won't get the success because as Richard Branson says, your level of success in life is directly attributed to the amount of responsibility you're willing to take for yourself and others, right? I've memorized that quote, burned it into my mind because it's true. So this is what I wanted to really go through with you guys. It's a great question from Jack. I know a lot of you guys have been through it. I've been through it. So instead of our mastermind calls today, I wanted to really deliver this live stream to you. And I would recommend that you strip out the audio for this. You can download it or I'll have Eva to put this on YouTube and then you can do a YouTube to audio converter, get the audio file, and uh, or even we'll strip it and get the audio file for you. You know, stick this on your headphones, stick it on your car, and listen to this over and over and over again because this is the truth about business. Okay, so, and again, this is all interweaved into the FBB program, right? You literally have it all at your fingertips, but you have to take action. You have to put this as a priority. You have to say every morning, I need to go to school. I need to learn how to grow a business, how to manage my emotions, right? Because that's what you don't understand yet. And you need to log into the FBB, do the steps in order, spend at least 30 minutes a day going through the syllabus, studying it, taking the notes, and taking action. And if you're unsure on the action, that's when you use the mastermind group and say, hey, I'm on this part of the program, it says do this, but I need a bit of clarity on X, Y, Z. Then you go to the accountability group, with Daniel and your accountability hub, and you say, hey guys, I've just done this part of module two, this is what I'm committing to doing this week, hold me accountable, and everybody will. And then you need to use the daily boom in the Facebook group and journal about what you've learned, why you've realized this is so great, uh, and, and what's happening because of it. What are you learning from successes? What are you learning from failures? What are you learning? Everything is here to teach you something so you can constantly evolve and get 1% better every day as an entrepreneur. And that is the reality of business. You have to stop trying to avoid the process. You're trying to avoid the process. You're trying to avoid the journey. You just want the outcome. You just want the solution. But that's not business success. Business success and fulfillment is not what you achieve at the end. It's who you become in getting there. Right, and the more, the quicker you just accept that and internalize it, the quicker it'll be. And you know, business success is really um, easy once you accept, um, really 
what is actually involved, right? When you just actually accept this is what it takes, it's gonna be a, a really great spiritual, emotional, mental challenge, but that's the point, right? Ask yourselves, do I still train with weights? Do I do competitive powerlifting? Do I do weightlifting? Do I do personal bests? Because I really, really, really want to lift a 200 kilo barbell in the air? Or do you do it because you know the value of who you become um, in your journey of getting there? Ask yourself the same question of your clients. Do they get the real result from being 10 pounds lighter or being a size six? or winning an Ironman competition? Or does their fulfillment with you and your service come from who they became and the trials and tribulations and what they learned about themselves and how they reinvented themselves daily and what they learned they could really do by expanding their consciousness, their mind, their awareness, their skills and their learning? Is that what they really come for? Okay, so I'm gonna leave you guys with that today. There's no mastermind call this evening. I want you all, I need you all to really take this in. Listen to this a couple of times. Listen to it two, three times this week, right? Because the more, the quicker you can get away from the kind of reactive, small type of stuff, you, your business needs you to be doing bigger things. You've got big things to do. If you're in this program, you have big things to do and I have high expectations. All right, so watch this again and I'll catch up with you guys soon.